the Elish Folk, a podcast that answers questions about the English language. I'm Amanda, and with me is Dave. Happy Bloomsday, Dave! Happy Bloomsday, Amanda! Thank you! All right, I'm going to just throw in one special word here. Welcome to the Elish Folk. I'm Dave, and with me is the Lollard, Amanda. The what? <laughs> the Lollard. So a Lollard is somebody who is quietly sceptical of theology or doctrine. Um, it comes from Old Dutch, and it meant mumbler. But it started to be used to describe people who would sit at the back of church and mumble their dissent at the sermon. Uh, they were skeptics. Yeah, I'm a little bit like quietly skeptical of you right now for that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I thought this word might tie into today's main topic, Bloomsday, because this word was used in James Joyce's Ulysses. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, yeah. See, I am so proud of you. This is a really important day. Wonderful. Yes. Well, that, I don't know if I would say I'm a Lullard. However, I'm going to say that I am excited that it is a word associated with Ulysses because today is our special Bloomsday episode. And today is June 16, 2019. Do you know what Bloomsday is? You must kind of know, but probably not as obsessed about it as I am. I am not. I only know of Bloomsday because of you. So could you explain like what Bloomsday is? Sure. So Bloomsday is a celebration that takes place all over the world, and it celebrates the 16th of June in 1904, which is the day that is depicted in Ulysses, which is James Joyce's, one of his most famous works. And Bloomsday is taken from one of the main characters, Leopold Bloom. So it's kind of like his day. Um, the novel of Ulysses follows his life and his inner monologue, and also a lot of other characters in the work that actually happen to be real that James Joyce knew. Um, he just kind of inserted them into kind of a fictional character. But uh, yeah, the novel follows these characters throughout the day from eight in the morning on June 16th in 1904, all the way through the early hours of the following morning. So it's a celebration basically of the book Ulysses and of James Joyce and of all the characters. And what happens on Bloomsday is throughout the world, and of course the biggest celebration is in Dublin, what they do is they dress up like characters from the book and they have readings, performances, and they actually follow the path in Dublin all around the city to the Strand, out in the ocean, to the library, to the museum, everywhere, to these special places, the restaurants, the bars. They actually eat the same breakfast and the same food as the characters did. And um, yeah, they just trace the path of the characters in Dublin. So throughout the novel. If you were to take part in this, which character would you mm -hmm. dress as? Mm. I don't know if I would dress up as a character. I think the point is just to wear um, a turn of the century clothing. Okay. I'm going to uh, yeah. dress as Bob Doran. Bob Doran. Oh, Bob Doran? Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. Um, who was yes. apparently uh, a, a drunk. 
who hangs out in a pub. <laughs> uh, well, that would be appropriate. You are a drunk who hangs out in pubs. So. Maybe in my younger days. So... Although the biggest festival is in Dublin, Bloomsday is celebrated all over the world. And as I said, there's readings, there's performances. Um, obviously, only in Dublin can you actually visit the places in the work. But my friend Patrice and I, one year in Seoul, wanted to have this little um, Bloomsday outing. And we were going to kind of juxtapose the places in the book to maybe places in Seoul. Um, so you managed to chart a journey that would sort of in some way match the the locations in the actual story. That's right. So the first chapter, um, which mm. they're called episodes, um, it's episode one in the book and it's called Telemachus. And in Ulysses, that is at the Martello Tower in Sandy Cove on the beach. So we were thinking, oh, we'll go outside of Seoul to Incheon, which is where the big international airport is, which is on the ocean. It has a beach. And then we'd have to come back in and go to the school for the second episode, which is easy. And then the third episode is taken at um, another strand of the beach and then just kind of repeat everything like that. There's bars, there's the National Library, there's a hotel, a hospital, a brothel, which you get in Seoul. Um, so there was a lot of different places that we could have um, juxtaposed in our kind of Korean way to the Irish way. How many chapters are, uh, or locations are there? 18. Well, some of them are sort of repeated. So for example, um, mm -hmm. at Sandy Mount Strand... On the beach, two chapters take place there. Okay, so he goes back to the same place a few times. That's right, yeah. The third episode and uh, the 13th. But it's different characters. So in the earlier chapter, it's the character Stephen Dedalus, and it's a later chapter, it's Leo Bloom. Um, so I guess there wouldn't be exactly 18 places okay. because some would be repeated. What's your plan for Bloomsday this year? So I am in New York now, and I was thinking about going to New York City because there's a big Joyce Society that I belong to, but I have not heard any news of the New York City Joyce Society having an event. Maybe I missed it. I don't know if I'm wrong. Someone get in touch with me on Twitter or Facebook on the Alice Folk page, correct me, but I'm just going to have to do what I usually do. It's just celebrate in my own way, read some Ulysses, talk about it with my husband because he loves Ulysses too. Just visit a brothel or something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, what a lot of people do is eat the way that the characters ate. So in one of the later chapters, there's a really famous scene where Leo Bloom, one of the main characters, goes to a bar and for lunch he has um, a gorgonzola sandwich and a glass of burgundy. So that's kind of... A little easy snack to have. Traditional Irish snack. <laughs> I don't know if it's traditional Irish, but it's what was eaten in 1904. Um, so it seems like it's almost uh, an element of uh, like theatre participation to it. So you um, like the Rocky Horror Picture Show. People dress up and have big events and have certain traditions, things that they enjoy doing to celebrate the movie. Oh, yes. I guess you have the same kind of thing to celebrate the book food right. and costumes and a, mm -hmm. a parade 
Yeah, and I believe that they're – I don't remember where it is in the United States. It could be New Jersey or Pennsylvania, but there's a race called the Bloomsday Race, and I believe that it's like a 4K race. I don't remember how long it is, but there's people on the sidelines like encouraging these racers. I mean, it's a real race, and they read Ulysses <laughs> as you're running by. Do you have a passage of Ulysses that might be particularly encouraging? You mean as someone is running? <laughs> well, yeah, imagine I'm running now. <laughs> okay. All right, I'm running. Oh, oh, I'm feeling so tired. Oh, I'm going to have to quit soon. Oh, I can't. Oh, I just can't keep going. <laughs> I would probably say, come forth, Lazarus. And he came fifth and lost the job. I like that. Is that from the book? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Come forth, Lazarus, meaning like come forth, come forward. And he came fifth and lost the job. <laughs> uh, can I expect more language play like that if I read the book? Oh, that is one of the great things about Joyce in general. But yes, there are so many examples of amazing wordplay. And people that are studying linguistics, they just go crazy with Ulysses. So... Actually, I belong to a couple of uh, James Joyce groups on Facebook. There's the James Joyce Quarterly, which is the scholarly journal that publishes Joyce scholarship. And there's a Ulysses group called Keep Calm and Read Ulysses. And then there's also the James Joyce fan page. So on that last one, the James Joyce fan page, I wrote a post and I said, linguistics and Ulysses, what aspects of wordplay in the book delight you? What words or phrases are your favorite? In terms of language, what is your favorite episode of the book and why? And I got a lot of responses, like 52. I was so excited because I really never know how these questions are going to go. And I had a lot of people just give the endings of the episodes. Uh, someone gave that quote I just told you, the Come Forth Lazarus quote. Uh, someone gave this beautiful sentence from the Ithaca episode, the heaven tree of stars hung with humid night blue fruit. But the thing about Ulysses is it's really a book that is so musical and you have to read a lot of the chapters out loud because you hear so much music and so much rhyming. And it's a funny book too. There's another line that somebody said that they loved and it is um, nothing between hence himself and heaven. And that's used to describe someone who's gone bald. <laughs> well, that's playful. Nice. Yeah. Um, but, you know, uh, in your research, did you find anything that you liked? Well, as you know, I haven't read Ulysses, and I have no immediate plans to read Ulysses. Uh, when I asked about this before, this was on a previous episode, which book should I read first of James Joyce's canon? The strong recommendation was Dubliners first, and I will start that today. I have it on yes. my Kindle in front of me now. Mm -hmm. So I will start that uh, this afternoon. Good. And I'm looking forward to it in a way. But uh, I did find some words from Ulysses, which I thought looked interesting. And I, I have a, you know, bit of a weakness here. I really love any book that introduces vocabulary in a playful and, and exciting way, which I think loads of people do. So what have we got? Uh, 
there were words related to to religion, which is where you know the word at the beginning of the episode came from. So Lollard, somebody who's skeptical of religious doctrine. So there are a few words that came up like like this. We've got this word, I, I don't know how to say it. Heresy arch. Yeah, heresy arch. So H E R E S I A R C H. Okay, and what does that mean? This is somebody who is a founder or propagator of a heresy. So somebody who spreads heretical ideas. Um, what else do we have? There was Osler, which actually is nothing to do with the religious side of the story, but Osler is from Hostelia, somebody who works uh, at an inn or a stable. And that comes from Hostelia, which is somebody who works at a hostel or somebody who is a host, somebody who hosts other people. But the pronunciation dropped the H and now we've got Osler. Interesting. So Osler, somebody who works at an inn or a stable, somebody who hosts other people or their horses. <laughs> I like that one. But apparently in Ulysses, this word just is another word for humble or working class people. Oslers. What about you? Were there any words or language points in the story that you like? My two favorite chapters, okay. I suppose, episodes are the first one, which is Telemachus, which is kind of a remaking of a black mass or a parody of a mass. And then the sixth episode or chapter called Hades, wherein this man that Leopold Bloom knows Patty Dignam, he has died. He has to go to the funeral. And there's just a lot of great writing that talks about Bloom thinking about death and thinking about his life. It's just, it's a really great chapter. I mean, all the chapters are great because Joyce styled each chapter after a different style of writing. So one chapter kind of represents newspaper headings. But something that I did do, because I get a little bit obsessed with owls, obviously we're the owlish folk, so I wanted to see, are owls mentioned in Ulysses? And they are mentioned. So in one of the episodes, episode 12, it's called Cyclops, there's a line that says, he never cried crack until he brought him home as drunk as a boiled owl. As drunk as a boiled owl. <laughs> How drunk are you? I am as drunk as a boiled owl. Yep, it's pretty drunk. So in episode 15 in Circe, it's kind of set up as a play. So one of the characters, Bello, laughs mockingly and says to Bloom, that's your daughter, you owl. Nice, okay. And then, yeah, in episode 17, Ithaca, in what way had he utilized gifts? One, an owl. Two, a clock given as gift of Luke and Caroline Doyle, an embalmed owl. Matrimonial gift of dwarf tree regarded the upright back of the embalmed owl. So Bloom was given an embalmed owl as a wedding gift, <laughs> like a taxidermied owl. Traditional, right? <laughs> Very traditional. For your first wedding, you will get a stuffed owl. So those are the mentioned mentions of owl in Ulysses. That is great. I do. I do love as drunk as a boiled owl. It makes me yeah. think of what else we could do to animals to describe drunkenness. I'm as drunk as a pickled gibbon. Oh, yes. I'm as drunk as a... As a fried toad. As a fried toad. Yeah. And actually, when you think about it, a pickled gibbon, a fried toad, they could be drunken terms. Yes, they could. 
So for today, for Bloomsday, celebrate by listening. There's some fantastic audiobooks out there of Ulysses. Um, you can easily go on YouTube and just search Ulysses or Bloomsday and see some really great readings of Ulysses, some plays. Or in your area, try to search your local James Joyce Society chapter and see if they have any events. Yeah, yeah. It's a James Joyce event in your area. I'm sure it'll be advertised on Facebook or somewhere. And it could be a lot of fun, a bit of dressing up, meet some people, read some stuff out loud, have a race. Yeah, that sounds great. So Dave, what is the topic for next week's episode? Uh, next week, we have a really cool episode. We've got an episode on acronyms. The question we got was, are new words ever made from acronyms? Oh, that's a good one. So we're going to talk about words that are from acronyms, words that are not from acronyms, and words that people think are from acronyms and are actually not. All right, everybody have happy Bloomsday. <laughs> happy Bloomsday, hoot hoot! Thanks to Justin for the music, New Media for the artwork, and a big high five to Jeff at Central Sound and Picture. If you enjoy the podcast, please tell your friends and subscribe. You can contact us on Facebook and Twitter at The Owlish Folk. Send us questions or comments to theowlishfolk at gmail.com.